Okay, what's going on, guys? Today we have a very special guest in the building, but uh, it's not Ross this time. But uh, Ross, you weren't here the other day when I was doing when I was doing the shows. Like, where where were you, man? Oh, sorry, I had to work, unfortunately. But uh, you know what? You actually did a really good job. The interviews definitely got better as you went on. I, I was proud. I was proud of you. I'm did not you? gonna lie. Yeah, and plus you look great. And fair play to James Fagan at that photo. You look smashing that photo. Yeah, it's on the it's on the filter, man. Yeah, of course. So today, guys, we have in the future, Gary. Ian, how are you doing? How's things, lads? What's up? Ian, um, Ian you're rocking that uh, cast. Cast, that's yeah. the word, yeah. Yeah, it's looking sweet. Yeah, so, how, how are you doing today, man? Good, good, doing well. Um, living it up, not being able to work because of this this cast. But I suppose it's kind of grand to get a week off and just relax after the fight. But um. Yeah, it's not ideal. I wish I didn't have a, a broken knuckle or a broken hand, so but it is what it is. Yeah, welcome to the show. Uh if Thank you're you. not aware, Ian caused uh caused went viral there a couple of weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago? A week ago. A, a week, week. A week, week ago. ago. Yeah, a, a week ago over in Cage Warriors making his debut and um he went viral. Uh even obviously the notorious ones gave you the follow on Instagram. Yeah, that yeah. was massive. That was I was sitting there having pancakes the next morning. Um in swords and i just went to my sister i went Fuck. what kelly kelly and she was like what i was like guess who just followed me she was like who i was like connor she was like connor who was like mcgregor she was like shut up you're lying i was like no i swear to god showed her i went on he said follows like 700 people and like obviously i don't train with him i've never like i've met him once when i used to work in the week opens but like that was just sitting there going like this this guy who i've sat at home with Watching fights with all my mates just following me. I was sitting there going, "Oh, this is this is a bit weird. It's crazy. The biggest star we've ever, that's ever been in the in the game followed me, and only follows like seven hundred people." I'm sitting there going, "Not one." Oh. Yeah, you're do, you're doing very very well. Like that's a very very small minority. I remember like he liked one of our posts before, and then like going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, <laughs> next thing you know, the phone was hopping. Barry Ragnin was like. Jeez, Man, yeah. what do you have to do? What do you have to do? The phone's going nuts. And I was like, I don't know. And then I clicked on it and saw he liked the photo. Because like, obviously, you know when someone's liking your photos. Yeah. Like, once like 100 people like your photo, you don't notice who You don't it. notice, and yeah. And goes, Notorious MMA and 2,000 other people like your photo. Oh. You're like, oh. Oh, yeah, shit. Okay. Yeah, mad. Yeah, it was the one, the mural in Dublin. Yeah, When yeah. he was holding the Jose Aldo head. The Jose Aldo yeah. head, yeah. And he liked that. And it's... the thing went, um, like, it was, it was that and we were like, Jesus, what what's going on here? Because you know, obviously, no Al Foran, right? Yeah, yeah. Al Foran was massive on Facebook. For anyone yeah. who doesn't know Al Foran, he's a he's an impersonator, but he also did a, he went viral from uh, impersonating Conor McGregor. Conor, yeah. But uh, he was massive on Facebook, right? And then we were starting the show out, and we didn't know what we were doing. We we're like, right, get Al on the show. Al, come on, lovely guy. By the way, shout out, Al just had a kid. Yeah, Sophia. Sophia. Shout out to Al. Yeah, I know Al from being, living in Portmarnock, yeah. so Mary Al Foran. The notorious <laughs> impregnator. But uh <laughs> we had him on the show, right? And we were like, right, put it up on Instagram and the thing got like twenty likes and we were like, What? Because like on yeah. Facebook it gets thousands. Yeah. But uh shout out to Al anyway. Yeah. Also obviously I'm having a kid in June, right? Yeah. And I was actually thinking of calling my kid Sophia and robbed the name. And he robbed so, the name, yeah, so you ruined free, it. Free. <laughs> I call the kid Sophia now, so come a new name. Although like completely off topic, me and my missus found the Tinder for baby names. So now we have this app, right? This is gas, right? So you download this app and then you swipe right or left, right or left on names that you like and then like you match on you names. You keep them that's, oh, that's madness. Isn't it? That's what my life is right now. Have you got any names uh, matched? Uh, one or two, yeah. I haven't actually clicked into it. I only got it today but I was like, can't believe this is what my life has come down to. Uh, was any of them Barry, by the way? <laughs> I'm not even joking. One of them was actually Barry except with Noy and not a white. Yeah, it's oh. mad, isn't it? 
Madness, yeah. you can so, do that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so uh, Ian, have you any kids on the way? Uh, <laughs> mate, don't, don't even talk to me about that. Man, don't give the fella Jesus. the fear of God, but no, I found oh, out what I was going to happen. sitting here touching wood, hoping that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, first of all, how did you actually start out in MMA? Did you do any sports when you were younger? Because for yeah. people who are not actually 100% aware, Ian's only 21. Obviously, he's after having his first fight and uh, expect massive things from Ian. But um, people, obviously are beginning to do training more and fighting and then yeah. sometimes some of them might love it and build a career from it but uh how did you first step into the gym and did you do any other sports yeah so i've always been since literally the age of five i've always been active as a kid i love sports it's always been my way of getting out of the house and enjoying it and if it wasn't i was just running around the run around the streets anyway i've the most energy of any any person you've probably ever met like yeah. I, I never get quiet yeah so you're energized yeah it literally energizes is, is <laughs> i just i just gonna have to put that everywhere um no so like I've, i I grew up in rohini so i don't uh like i played football with rohini like me and a uh, shout out to uh the big man mr howard me and brian were on the same team since we were growing up now obviously he kept going and now he's a dublin dublin starter so he's an animal but i played for rohini all the way up and then I moved to Pomeranek and I was playing Ga and something. I always loved Ga and Hurling. Um but it took a back step when I started doing boxing when I was ten. And then yeah, where was that? We where did you start there? I started boxing in uh, Trinity Boys in Donamid. It just started up two minutes around the corner. Me and my dad went down and I fell in love with it. Um I'd always been saying to him I wanna do it, I wanna do it and we went down and I fell in love with it. Um had like hundred fights in boxing. What more. was your record? I couldn't tell him I was fighting twice a week like yeah. at that did age. you ever lose yeah I, I lost the only times I lost were in finals or in oh, mostly but you got a um, few medals though yeah I got a lot I got a, I got a good few medals and I was I was up there um, with the best um, fought for the Irish team once or twice um, but uh, it was it was weird I, I loved boxing but I, it, it wasn't it wasn't like MMA it okay, wasn't doing enough for you. It, it, yeah, it, like I loved it at the sense, but when I compare it now to my boxing career, I'm like, I hate boxing. Mm. Like I wouldn't, wouldn't like I'm going back now to sharpen up on my hands with uh, my old coach because I know he'll, he'll he'll do me benefits in in the ring. But um, that was more or less the kickstart of the martial arts love, and then I went into obviously judo when I was in school. I went down to PSOC and seeing Pomeranek Judo Club, and. I just thought it was completely different, and I was like, "Geez, what? What's this?" Went in, watched it a couple of times. My mate's dad, Ray Steers, is the the sensei up there, and he's an animal. He's a six stand black belt, six stand black belt. Um, officially wears a red and white belt now as a six stand, but um, he's an animal. He um, he's so good, and it gave me such a an advantage when I started MMA because my hips are so good from not wanting to be taken down, and they're they're so strong. And then my my grips and it, I, I just it helped it helped me a lot with my balance and my base and everything that I made the transition to MMA then when I made the transition when I was 19 it made it a hell of a lot easier and then obviously that was the, the kickstart of the MMA career and then now I'm obsessed with it like I'm, I can't train because of the cast and I'm sitting here and I want to like I'm, I feel like eating drywall at home because I can't do anything I'm, like I just want to yeah, smash gotcha. everything like so that was more the introduction into how it all started I've always been active but um, yeah now it's now we started the MMA career and it's, it's you're going to be the next uh, famous judoka in MMA ah, because we, we had Ronda Rousey Hector Lombard you know what I mean Hector Lombard Ronda yeah, yeah. Um, I don't it, it's not like I could use it I, I try stray away from judo um, in MMA because it's it's not as beneficial as people think I mean Ronda used it well but 
Like, I mean... I don't think anyone ever seen in the women's division. Yeah, so they were like, yeah, what exactly. is that you're so, doing? Especially in the women's division, no, not being sexist or anything, but it's just not at the same level as where the men's divisions are. And that's that's completely understandable. It's going to grow and grow and get better and better as time goes. Like everything else, like you look at Serena Williams, she's the face of tennis now. Like she, that, You never would have thought that a couple of years ago. Yeah. Also, there's not enough women doing it as well. There well, isn't. No, in there arms. isn't. 100%. Would you I, have many women doing it in uh, SPG sports? That's where you're based. Yeah, there is. There's a, there's a, good, there's a women's class in Ashling Daly. Um, the bash, yeah, the bash runs it. Um, she uh, she does a lot of jiu-jitsu with them, but there's there's very little women doing um, MMA in the club. They're all in, doing jiu-jitsu, and they're, they're savages. Like Ash won, went to, Ash and Holly went over. Two girls in the club went over and just took up um, medals in uh, the IBGF London Open. So like they're active and they they win. Like they they do well. Um, we have a young girl in the in the club. I'll give her a little shout out, Jess. Uh, she's like I think she's sixteen or seventeen. Go on the Jess. And she's she's an animal. Like she's a monster. She's a savage. That so she could be one of those next like women like the next face of like women's jiu jitsu like in Ireland. She she's savage. Um she has a huge potential in jiu jitsu. Um Does she ever submit you? Uh, we don't we don't roll. I'm too big for her, but she, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if she could one day. Um, <laughs> she's very she's very, very good. But um the gym's just on a different level at the moment, lads. It's it's actually it's next level. Like there is no one rivaling us in the country. Uh, okay, so we're gonna start from here. Obviously, you went to, you started out in SPG Swords, yeah. Yeah. What made you go there, or did someone give you a shout, or did you go with a friend? Because obviously, going into MMA gyms is very mm. uh, like uh, what's the word? Daunting, intimidating. intimidating. That's it, yeah, going in yeah. for the first time, especially if you're going by yourself. Hundred percent. Could go into the wrong class, and you're like yeah. Yeah. sparring like Conor McGregor. Obviously, you're like oh shit, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually, <laughs> I actually initially started off. I was in college in DOT industry, and I was like, right, I'm going to join SPG Concord, which is where John Cavanaugh is. And I was like, right, if I'm going, I'm, I'm going to start there. And I got the Lewis over, and I'm not going to lie, I actually just didn't like the vibe in it. Um. Not that it wasn't, there wasn't a vibe. There was a good vibe. Training was t- training was decent, but like from where where my mindset was at was like I can be the next thing. Like I have an ego. Everyone knows it. I have this thing in my head where I know how good I am and I know how good I can be, and it's just about reaching that. I just didn't feel like that was the place for me to be. I feel like they have a. Uh, you have to be someone in there to get recognised. Now that's not this and them. Like I mean, obviously they have their way of doing it, but. When I walked in, I just didn't feel like the warmth in a sense. Yeah, yeah well, that, that's the same thing. Like I've been on multiple mm. football teams. I've literally, I literally nearly changed team every yeah. year because, like, because it like changes. I, yeah, yeah, you don't feel comfortable sometimes. If it doesn't fit, it's like having a girlfriend. You know what I mean? If, if you're not getting along, <laughs> like, I mean, just you move just on. You, you move on and you one hundred percent. Yeah, no, but and then just because you go there once doesn't mean you mm, have to stay. One hundred percent. And obviously, John is looking after multiple people. Multiple, multiple people look, can't look give the you attention. Yeah, yeah. Look at the treatment you have now. One hundred percent. Well, like. That is a massive part of it in a sense that I did, I just didn't feel comfortable. And then I decided it was it was also expensive, lads. Like and it, obviously I'm a uh, I was a eighteen, nineteen year old kid, not making a lot of money, working part time in college and I was paying I think it was a hundred and forty five and hundred and fifty a month. What were you uh, studying in college? Uh retail and services management, DOT industry and thank God I left it. I'm gonna give a shout out to everyone that was in my college course that I cannot wait to see them finish their course and see where they're at when they're just starting work, just finish their college course and then see where I'm at with my fighting career. Because it's I, my my mom I said it to my mom once I finished my, my fight on the weekend. College went well and she was like, Oh, would you stop them in bits here? I was like, I told you. Once I once I sent my mind to something, I knew it was coming. But um just 
in a sense, when I, I decided to make the move, I didn't have enough money to... I did, but like... You, you're 145 euro then, plus all your travel expenses Plus you're well. traveling. Like, I was driving over, I was getting the Lewis, and I was coming over, and it was late days, and I'm just like, it was stressful. And I was like, I lived a 10-minute drive away from Swords. I was like, Chris and Tom are two of the best, best talents in mixed martial arts in the country. Tom obviously being a black belt in jiu-jitsu and an absolute phenom at what he does. Um, if anyone doesn't know what Tom's Neon Belly is like, yeah, come down to the gym and find out because you won't like it. Um, his jiu-jitsu is solid. Um, like, easily one of the best in the country. Um, and then you've got Chris. And I'm going out here and saying this, I don't care who the coaches are, Chris is the best coach in the country. By far. His, his knowledge, his understanding of the game, his reading of positions and changing of the game just so quick his mind is so good that it was ideal i walked in and i can say this now confidently because i've been there for nearly two years now that i can tell you chris will talk to if you two walked into the gym chris will treat you the exact same way he treats me and that's that's a massive part of why I, why i stayed there and i love it you walk yeah, into the gym we plan on having chris on the show so chris if you're listening don't worry also don't worry once james wins his world title on the weekend i'll get me james and chris and we'll all come on this and that's yeah. that's a fact i'll guarantee you that yeah i was watching chris on paddy hoolan's no shame podcast and they're yeah. both talking about being parents and being yeah. coaches and they said be, the struggles and well, well yeah but they're hard also, to balance it yeah yeah but they're also well paddy says his son has no interest but chris yeah. is saying that his kid now is tommy's mad tommy's you should see Tommy come down yeah, to the gym says like, he loves it but uh, they were saying that being a coach also helps being a dad and it does. Dad, uh, being a dad helps being a coach so they uh, like obviously John doesn't have any kids or yeah. like uh, Owen Roddy does as well but Owen Roddy th- by the way shout out to his gym SPG Charlestown uh, Liam McCourt Ryan Curtis like they, they're doing a great job there but Owen Roddy is just like he's the he's the man he's just a such a such a nice guy he's a lovely he's, lad yeah, lovely very very yeah. very nice lad I've yeah. talked to him a couple of times um, he's lovely I've seen him at events but um, just going back to saying what you say in a sense that it helps coaches be better kind of he obviously sees you as a little brother yeah Chris like I, I say it like Chris is nearly like a second dad in a sense he's like I, I, I know his wife Laura she, she's been getting annoyed I'm calling her like mom a lot and she's been like I'm gonna kill you Ian I, just as a joke but Chris is honestly he's so he, he wants the best for all of us and he he puts so much time into us that he wants it. Like he says, what he says was he's got he says he says this a lot in the gym. He's like, I've got one kid at home, and he's like, I've got 40, 40 or fifty kids here that I have to look after that I don't want. Joking, like, um, but he's uh he like, for me, he looks after me so well in a sense that if I send him a text saying, Chris, look, I don't know what's wrong with this, what I'm doing wrong, he'll come down to the gym, and he'll spend the whole day, um, on a class explaining why I'm doing something wrong. And he sits down at the end of class now. We have this thing where on a Wednesday night we do our advanced MMA sessions. And all the lads that are fighting and training will sit down and Chris will, um, at the end of the training, Chris will sit us down in a circle. Any questions? And he's like, all right, no questions? Right, so we're all UFC champions? Great, cool. I'll just go home then. I won't come down again. But um, you've just got a flurry of questions then coming like, what do I do in this situation? What do I do here? And you don't get that in many other gyms. You don't get someone sitting down, putting that extra... 20 minutes in sometimes half an hour of us being curious and asking the questions and even if it is a stupid question we're still getting the clarification of what we're meant to be doing right and what we're meant to be doing wrong and it, it, it's helped us a lot lately like our gym's on a massive winning streak at the moment like ridiculous and it's not stopping and there's a reason why Chris is a massive massive reason for that 
but obviously the 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 gym itself the the atmosphere in the gym the vibe the training partners we have it's just getting better and better and better and there's no one really going to stop us like i think it's we have i think it's 25 wins out of our last 27 fights and you compare that to any other gym in the country that that's like unheard of anywhere it doesn't happen anywhere and yeah what what do you think is main the main ingredient the vibe in the gym we're like like i would say that i would it's literally the gym i know it sounds you're going what's the main the main ingredient but it, it is the gym itself like everyone involved in it there's no bad blood between anyone in the gyms like where you might have some people they don't get along it's such a small knit crew that we're all we all know each other we all know each other well we're all getting to know each other more and more and more as sessions go on um we're becoming a family in a sense and chris is obviously for the mma aspect chris is obviously such a massive part of that and keeping us together that it's just we're doing so well and like chris and tom run a gym that's just it's it's unparalleled there's no one else in the country doing that and how many pros do you have in the gym right now pros in the gym um well we do so we do special training we do not special training we do more advanced training on wednesday morning and a friday morning yeah um which is more fight preparation it's it's um wall work it's a it's a positional sparring and just for example on those wednesday classes and friday morning classes we will have chris fields Kyle pendred phil Peter, james webb conrad iwanowski paul lawrence um myself stumel peter uh bruce lee brian bruce lee and um, we've loads of high level like mma fighters and jiu-jitsu lads coming down to that that it just becomes like we sometimes then have other lads coming down, like Will Flurry will come down sometimes. There's like there's so many lads and they're all big lads. We're all yeah. around the same way. Big guys. Yeah, hundred percent. Like and some of the best talent that this country has ever produced. Like one hundred percent. And I get the chance to roll with them on a week in, week out basis. And it that's they're they're normally the pros that we'd have down. And look, as this club, like we're a new club, we're only nearly open three years, we're just gonna grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. So at the moment we're doing exceptionally well and it's only going to get better so you have about 12 to 15 guys we've who about, are we've elite 10, level 10, 10 solid solid elite level lads that are only going to get better and they're all, all young. and they're all sort of between sort of welterweight and light heavyweight that's yeah to an extent and then the amateurs coming through are a little bit smaller so that's when we break into the entirety of the whole weight division is when our amateurs start coming up and become a pro like obviously I'm I'm only a new level a new a new professional but like I feel like my skill level has been there for a while and I just haven't been able to prove it. And now that I've got the stage, I can go on and show where my level's at because I'm training with those lads that I named and I know where my level's at. So it's it's exciting to see now that I get to put it into action. But the lads in the club are just phenoms and we're going to just get better and better and better. No, you're obviously like you're obviously flying at the moment. Like Obviously, no one can deny that. Um, I was just looking at sort of sports around like the country recently, like just the main ones, like rugby, football, um. I don't know, whichever. The guy, the guy's obviously massive yeah. here in Dublin as well. Ah, oh, but it's the biggest in the, it's the, biggest in the yeah. country. Like. But the thing is, see the way, obviously, loads of MMA training is indoors. Yeah. And the way Irish football is getting worse and worse and worse. Mm. And also, we're, like, begging people from England to come over and play. Do you think the people back in the day, like, obviously, MMA wasn't really known. So massive, people, yeah. It's only getting big yeah. now, and it's all due to Connor. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Do you think that the people that would have been trying to make a profession in football going out in the rain on the shitty days are now like, do you know what? I'll go and roll in jiu-jitsu in the gym with the lads. Yeah, I do. Um, I think 
MMA is still new in Ireland. I say obviously we have the biggest star to ever do it, but there's still a lot of people who don't understand MMA and especially when they watch it. Anyone can do jiu-jitsu. Anyone can do jiu-jitsu. And I've seen lads that come into the club and, no disrespect, are a little bit chubby, a little bit overweight, have no fitness, and then become killers. Like, they just start learning how to choke someone and submit someone and dominate positions. And you just see these lads going... So there's still hope for me. Is that what you're saying? There's still hope for anyone, mate. Anyone. (laughs) You could come in like... How are you, man? Yeah. (laughs) You're a bit screwed, yeah. (laughs) You used to come down to the gym, lads, and I guarantee you, and if you start doing jiu-jitsu with Tom and Chris and maybe jump into a bit of MMA, you'll understand, and you're more than welcome to come down to the club any time and do a bit of training, but you'll see what I mean by anyone can do jiu-jitsu. Now, obviously, there's some people that don't like MMA and they don't like getting punched in the face and yeah. kicking, but like anybody can do jiu-jitsu, and jiu-jitsu is a legit way of keeping fit because if you think about, like, you have to completely physically like overcome another human to get it into a certain position like if you were to try hold me in guard you no would, bother you would have to be able to completely be able to lock down your legs pull me down break my posture and hold me there and i'm trying to push back up get my posture back and then a stand up and escape or pass through the legs so your legs are going to be clenched your abs are going to be tense so it's a full body workout that sounds like a challenge. It is a challenge. And it, you start, and your flexibility starts to get there. And it, it is, it's great. So anyone can do jiu-jitsu. And this country is still, is still very unaware of, of jiu-jitsu and MMA. And obviously, it's getting better and better and better. And in the next couple of years, it's going to be huge. Yeah, my, my cousin, I don't know if you know him, Ian Gearan. I, I know Ian Gearan turns that gym. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's, he's a legend. There. He loves jiu-jitsu yeah. now. Ian Gearan's an animal. Ian Gearan is... is yeah. he's, catch- first, he's always been good at yeah. all the sports. Yeah, but well, he's an athlete. He is. Yeah. He's just one of those athletic people. Ian Gearan is actually come, flying over with me now. He's flying over on Friday with us to watch um, our t- my teammate James Webb fight for the Cage Warriors middleweight title. Who's going to smash it and bring home that goal, by the way. Shout out to Jamesy. Yeah, shout out to James. Shout out to Ian. Shout, out to, legend. shout out to Fafanta. James, that's our nickname for him. What's he's called? Fafanta. <laughs> Fanta, his diet is his brother. We got it. Chris got it. Chris got it off. One of his brothers called him uh, called the Fanta, Fanta pubes, and Chris <laughs> that that was that was what his brother called him. The, the Fanta pubes said by the housewife's choice. No, by his brother. And then Chris oh, goes, brother. "That's it. That's it. That's your name, Fafanta." And then it stuck. So like we all call him Fafanta. Yeah. Uh, James Webb's actually fighting this weekend versus Thomas Robertson. Thomas for Robertson, the, for yeah. The title that's in Cage Warriors in London. London. The uh, Indigo. Is that going to be on Facebook as well? That will be live on. That will be on Fight on Pass. Fight Pass. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if it'll be streamed on Facebook. It probably will. It probably won't be. But it's uh, it's going to be live on. It's the main event uh, the main for adventure. the middleweight title on uh, Cage Warriors 102 in London. Sorry, who else did you say fighting out SBGs on that SBG uh, Swords? Uh, Adam Shelley is the only amateur card on it um, for Adam, yeah, the, the lightweight Shelley. title. He's fighting... Marcus um, Lewis. Yeah, Marcus Lewis. He just fought in his last fight two weeks ago, but there was a kind of a weird weird finish to it. Your man called timeout in the middle of the fight, and the Rich Mitchell, who was a top-level referee, stepped in and stopped the fight straight away because... Can't, you can't call a timeout in MMA. I mean, like, <laughs> imagine me imagine me being in a rear naked choke. Ref, timeout, timeout. I just, I, I'm, like, he's trying to choke. Yeah, he's trying to choke me out here, ref. Um, so Graham came up to Chris and was like, we're going to run it back. Um, we don't want to leave a sour taste in either lad's mouth. So fair enough. So, uh, at what stage of the fight was it when it stopped? Two minutes in. And oh, sorry, like, it was just it was, it was, hap- or it was a Second round, sorry. Second round. And uh, Adam caught him a spin and back kick. 
which he's a savage at. He's elite level. Like he's, I think I saw. I was watching a, the Black Belt podcast they done. He done, and your man was saying he's the best, um, best taekwondo. Like he has the best accolades of anyone that's ever competed in Irish in Ireland. And I'm like, shit, didn't know that. Like, so the Joe three, Rogan of Ireland. Yeah, three time world champion of taekwondo, five time European champion. He's an animal. Him, him and his brother Ryan, Ryan. Uh, Ryan Adams with her Shelly. Yeah. Uh, he'll hate that. Uh, two of them are savages. They come up in their two lads are going to be monsters in the future. Um, but like, this is his third fight in five weeks. Like, he doesn't stop. He's an animal. Um, and yeah, that's two belts coming home. Two Cage Warriors belts coming home. One Ami, one Pro to the gym. Just shows that we're the best gym in the country. Yeah, SPG uh, Swords bringing home the gold. Bringing home the gold is right. And we're not going to stop. We're going to keep bringing it. And it's going to be going to be full of glitter. Yeah, glitter. <laughs> uh, yeah, so once you got into SPG Swords, how long did it take you to really love it? And then how long did it take for you to notice that you're catching on to it quite fast? Because yes. obviously you did. Yeah, well, yeah. I kn- well, I've always been, as I said, I've always been sporty and I've never been bad at his bar football. I was shy to football. Jeez, you put a ball on the ground and ask me to kick, it's gone 50 yards left to right, it ain't going straight. Um, that's the only sport I've kind of been bad at. Um, but I've always been kind of athletic. I've always been talented at sports. But I just have a lull. I, I, it's an, it's, a, it's an infection, lads. It's like a, it's, it's obsessive. If you ever come down to the gym, you'll understand that there's a vibe. And once you start, once you do it, you fall in love with it. And it's not something where you're going, oh fuck's sake, I've got to train. And like you hear lads going, oh, I've, I've got to go to train. I can't be drinking. I've got a match. I'm like, I'm not training. See you later. You're not coming out. No. See, I'm going to train. Like I'm not missing training for anything. Like, um, did you always, did you always enjoy more being? Um, like single rather than being part of a team because it's not sure you're part of a team yeah. and you're like fuck uh, so there's like 15 other there's lads there's a reason you know? there's a reason and that, that's, a, that's a massive part and I was actually just going to get on to that um, I love it all being on my shoulders I love the pressure being on my shoulders yeah, because okay. it's 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 me I, if I go in there and I mess up it's my fault whereas if I'm on a team say the three of us are playing a football team and the three of us are at a forward at a full forwards and like I'm full forward and both of you are corner forwards and it's all 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 the ball are coming into me. I'm sitting there, lads, do something like you're like like But I'm knackered, man. Yeah, but like <laughs> but then but then again we lose the game and you two are doing you you two are standing there like two dopes yeah. in the corner yeah, and I'm what, sitting there and I'm sitting there going, Lads, I'm doing all the work here. Obviously, and, obviously sorry for interrupting, but like that no, was really? I'm the exact same. Mm. Like even the way when I was playing football, like I wanted to mark the big guy because mm. if we fuck if, if we lost Mm. And someone, if someone else, it was their fault. Yeah, it's their I fault. Want, I want it to be my fault. Yeah, yeah. But even the way we're doing, we're doing the show. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm constantly thinking weeks in advance. How can we grow and grow? How and can grow? we get it? And better? it's obviously yeah. is growing. 100%. But like, if I put all the onus on Ross and being like, Ross, why isn't the show grown? Yeah, why aren't you doing yeah, this? What? Like, pull your own yeah, weight, like yeah. mate. Sure, Ross is a kid now, and he's still like, still, still pulling his own weight, still yeah. being I, like, that's the way it should I, be, though. Yeah, but if it's all gonna fuck up, I want it to be my fault. Yeah, hundred percent. Ross, if I was having the kid. Ross would be looking after it. Is that yeah. sort of way, you know what I mean? But yeah. like, obviously, I'll adopt a few kids and then he is, <laughs> he is look after, you know? Very no, but it is. It's, it's, I prefer the pressure being on my shoulders. And like, I've been trying to learn. So, obviously, Chris is so busy with cornering, like, each corner in every couple of weeks. I'm trying to learn off him to help corner lads because I want to be able to help my teammates as well. But I get more nervous like I don't get nervous when I fight. I'm I'm buzzing. I'm out the back. I'm like my last fight was singing and dancing, strolling around the the, the locker room before I went, the change room before I went out. Like I don't really get nervous, but I get nervous sitting in a corner watching my mates fight because I know I can't do anything in there. And if they lose, 
I'm going to feel bad because I wanted to have been able to do something for them, but I can't. But when I'm in that corner, when I'm in the ring, I feel no pressure. But like, the, the first time I ever felt something, I was talking to my mom and dad about this, was the, the fight in the weekend. I was saying, I took this fight on seven days' notice. And I'm sitting here, I was like, am I ready? I was like, what, what am I talking about? Of course I'm ready. I've been ready for eight, I've ready for like the last six months. This is what I've been ready. This is what I've been going up to. And I kind of had to remind myself that. And the only thing I was kind of scared about, not even scared, I was thinking about was, what what happens if I lose now? Where do I go from here? And that was the only thing on my mind. And I was like, I'm not going to lose. I went into that. Once I got into, once I got in, I got my got my shorts on, I got my gloves on. I was like, I'm, there's nothing stopping me here. See, the thing is about the Irish culture, right? Everyone wants to like be like, your best get, mate yeah yeah they want to give you that like being like yeah go on go on go on and then like if you fail they're sort of like oh, i knew he'd fail you know yeah, what I mean? like when we were starting out to do everyone this wants job. to see someone fail no one yeah. wants to see someone do well yeah like you have those genuine people out there that actually want to see yeah. people succeed and it's it's lovely to have them like you're this is where everyone you like when you're talking with your mates you always see your family going your family will always be behind you 100 percent. and i completely understand that my mom and dad and all my family will back me up and all my mates will, but it's the other people, it's the people yeah. that are irrelevant to my life that will be like, oh, we, like, we always knew he wasn't going to be that good. But like, yeah. you know what? Like, I literally turn around and I say to them, go fuck yourself. Like, what are you doing with your life? I'm out here, and the reason I, I quit college and I wanted to do what I'm doing is because I don't want to be that guy that's sitting there at a pub, 40 years of age, yeah. going, oh, shit, man, I could have done, done it. I could have done that. Like, or I, I would have been able to do that. No, I gave it a shit. That should have been yeah. me. And look, here, I don't know where my future's going to go. I'm in a, an amazing position now where yeah. I've got a contract for, for the biggest promotion in Europe and I could potentially, if it all goes well, be in the UFC now in the next two to three years easily with the right, with the right, with the right growth, with the right the push uh, and the right, right momentum. I could easily be there. But, like, there's people always going to say that you can't, you can't do it and you can't do it. Well, yeah. I, I'd rather, I'd rather have, give it a shot and say, well, I gave it a go. It didn't work out. And now I'm here. Yeah. Do you know what? You know, I'm going to stop you there for a sec. First of all, I absolutely love the mentality, right? Because mm. not many people have that. Because mm. like Ireland, there's only what, 6 million people in the country. If you look at Conor McGregor, he's 30 million followers Conor's. on Instagram. That's 6, 12, 18, 24, 30. He's five times <laughs> the amount of following. The population. Online. Yeah. Then the <laughs> population of Ireland, which is fucking mind blowing. If you Madness. think about it, right? And then you look at Ireland itself. We're, we're looking about all the time like who can we get in the show who can we get in the show and like obviously there's a few fighters and but like we don't want to be just pigeonhole fighting we wanted like yeah we want to do other stuff we had like gary vaynerchuk on yeah. do you know him no yeah no <laughs> yeah i know dude. the name but yeah, I yeah. Know. But we've had we have, yeah like he's like this big uh business mogul yeah. and then like we have like uh all, all like all sort of sports people not just yeah. mma it's not just, just uh, mma yeah well that's the whole point you're trying to yeah. build a country yeah. and it's like, and it's just like if we didn't keep going because no mm. one gave us a chance. If we didn't keep no. going, we thought after like we got two thousand followers on Instagram, yeah. we'd be given like a shitty radio station. We'd be, I would have been happy out. Yeah. But now the thing's nearly on ten thousand. Yeah, and, and you're like, and, and it's only going to get better with time. One hundred percent. And it's more, hard work. Yeah. Th- yeah. It's Ross, hard. what you have to say? <laughs> <laughs> Ross sitting there, very comfy, back in his chair, looking very relaxed. Sure. I'm always relaxed. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I just take it as a come. Yeah. There's no point stressing out because you know what I mean. Then you don't. Mate, think that sounds clear. like my you know lifestyle. I mean? That yeah, sounds exactly, exactly like my you know lifestyle. I mean? No stress. No point panicking. Don't panic. You mm. know what I mean? Panic. The fear sets in, mm. and then you know what I mean. You make bad decisions. Yeah. Take- no, that's me. Like I, I'm always like my life is about completely being stress free. Like my my boss, my my uncle is my boss in work, and I like I clean windows. What, what you clean windows? I clean like windows. Yeah, and I like 
I've not like people are like, oh jeez, you clean windows? Like I'm like, mate. I, the only reason I clean windows is because it's six a.m. to two p.m. I go home, I sleep, and I train every night. And I don't. I'm never affected with training. And my boss just looks after me, and obviously I can't work now. And we'll see what the story was. He free when you broke your hand? Free? I don't know. He wasn't free. He was over the moon. I, he was the first person I rang after the fight, and I was like, I broke my hand. I won't be in work on Monday. Um, but he's completely behind me. So like, I may not go back to work now after this because i'm going to be off for six weeks i don't know what the story is i'm out of work for the moment and i probably i don't know what I, what what the story is but going forward i think the best thing is maybe not to work i don't know yeah. because i want to put all my emphasis that, on it but he was that's backing a, me that's exactly what i want to ask mm. right not only people have that confidence to go in and go all in doing that sort of yeah. stuff right and man like for being 21 like, i mean mm. The world is my oyster yeah. at the moment, mate. It, some is. People, it really is. Some people behind your back would have been like, what an idiot. Or would have, like, obviously, your parents are going to be a bit worried, being like, here, is this the right decision? Not anymore, they're not. But, uh, no, they're all where, Yeah, but the thing is, where does that confidence come from? And for people who are listening now who want to create their own show or do their own makeup show. Or just or, do whatever they want. Yeah. And don't have the confidence. Yeah, they don't yeah. have the confidence because they're afraid of what people will say. What would you say to them? Because you're leading the light. And, uh, mm. like, I mean, if anyone tuned into your fight, man, that, like, there is something going to happen to you. Yeah. And, like, it's going to be big. Thank you. Um, I'm only lying. No. <laughs> no. Um, I've always... So, I... And this this is something now. I'm going I'm to bring up the Bellator card for a moment and say, just give a few examples. James Gallagher, for example. Lads, like, some of the people in the country hate him because he comes across as cocky and arrogant. Now, he's the exact same situation to me. He's just confident. But he's a different type of confidence to me. He's all talk, and I, I've said I, I, we had a little chat before, and I told you I'm, I'm not, I won't badmouth people as much as I want to. I can't, I can't do any of that stuff because Ireland doesn't need a new Connor. Ireland needs a, a breath of fresh air. It needs an honest lad. Like I, I've said this before, I'm, a, I'm just a posh lad from Rohini and Pomarnik who just loves to fight. That's it. But I've always had confidence, and. People, some people I know who may not like me, and there's there's a good few people out there, and I can understand why I'm I'm loud, I'm out there. They they might not like the way I am, but I'm just so confident that I really don't give a shit about what people think about me. I don't like I would happily walk through Graven Street butt naked and not care. No, maybe, not maybe don't do that. I won't. I, obviously, that. I won't. But I, 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 wouldn't care because I just have the confidence that I don't, I don't care about what other people think about me. I'm doing me, and at the end of the day, if I can sit down and I can go to bed at night and I can be happy with what I'm doing, well, then that's all that matters. Like, I mean, you've only got one life, and if you want to go out and work nine to five and just pass every day and get get through it, then. If you're happy doing that, you're happy doing that. But if you want to go out and you want to make your own company or do what you're doing and push for a podcast and get out there, like it's hard work. And look, you're not going to get anywhere in the first couple of years. Same with any anyone starting a business. You're not going to get there. Mm. But eventually, all it takes is one one show or one one podcast or one person you've had on the show give you a shout out and you just blow up. And I'll do I'll do you as every favor I can. When I get to the at UFC, don't worry, I'll I'll sort you out. But that's all it takes. It always it only takes one little push, and then you've made it. Uh, do you ever get someone saying negative stuff to you to your face? Because I'm sure lo- people love saying negative <laughs> stuff behind your back. People like, say what they people, want behind your back, people, but yeah. people have the guts to say it to you to your face. Uh, Jesus. Because uh, I think sometimes you need not in someone, a bad way. Yeah. Sometimes you need you it. need someone to be honest with you. Well, come now, here. it's different between honest and just slating it. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, there is. I, like, my man thinks we're too fucking idiots. <laughs> swear to God. Swear to God. Here, by the way, don't you wait insomnia, the coffee cups, they say love being energized. My yeah. man actually took a photograph that the other day and sent it to me, and I was like, that's the first Trade time. market. Yeah, my man was like, you're Trade an market, do yeah, it now. I, was, I, was, I, sent, I sent them a message, and they never got back to us, but like, whatever. Um, no, I, I, so, yes and no. I don't really have, like, my, my mom is the one person that will, will be negative to me. Like, I was talking to my dad there yesterday about sponsorship, saying, like, look, I want to sort this out now. My mom's like, you don't deserve it. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. Should stay out. I'm not talking to you. Should. It's like, but you don't. You're, you're like, you're no one. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to come over and... S- I'm but in the, in, at the end of the day, you're always just going to be your like, ma's son. Your ma's always, always... Your, yeah, yeah like, your mom is always the one like, who's going like, to bring... That's my son. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure, like, Conor McGregor's ma has been like, yeah. that's my son, now, Conor. Now, like, now he's the shit. And like, and, but still, at the end of the day, she'll turn around and give him a clatter if he, if he, if he deserves it. Like, but, but when you're there pointing to the Gucci mm, handbags, she won't give you giving I, out. I would not... My, my ma ever asked me for a Gucci handbag, I'll tell her to go buy one herself. There's no way she's getting any of that stuff. Yeah, they're after, like, falling off massively there. Did yeah. you see the way they did, like, mm. the racist black racist blackface thing and now all the rappers are just not wearing gucci anymore i don't know sloppy, what the story is sloppy. like I, I i i'm one of the most like non-materialistic people on the planet like i literally don't care what i wear like i don't okay I when, no, you're, when no you're bringing her over to vegas for five weeks now vegas would be different yeah i'll buy yeah, I, might, I may buy her i might if, I, if i'm making a lot of money then i'll obviously want to treat my mom and dad like i was only talking to my dad he was like I was saying to him, look, if I get sponsored, like when I start getting some good money on sponsorship, which I have a massive opportunity to do now, um, I'll always like I'll obviously be looking after you. I want to give you back what I can because you've they've they've like got me got me to where I am where I'm 21. Now I can start. I'm in a position where I can provide for myself, and I'm looking to try to give back to them now because I can. And even if it's a hundred quid a week that I can give them, yeah. Or something like that. I want to be able you can to pay for Matt's care yeah. nails done. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah, or pay for a meal them on a Saturday yeah. night where they go out and enjoy their night or something like that. That and may do you not. Have brothers that, and sisters. I have an older sister and I have a younger brother. Yeah, and they uh, like they're behind me as well. And what do they do? My younger brother's doing his leaving cert at the moment, but he is an animal at jiu-jitsu. Oh, and is he yeah, trained he, as well? Yeah, he, he, he. I'm getting him into training. He hasn't. He was training. He was getting really good. He has. He has dyslexia. And dyspraxia, so the, 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 well, dyslexia means nothing, but the dyspraxia kind of has a... An effect a hin- in your movement. A, yeah, a hindrance on him in a sense that like, yeah. Chris will show a technique and Tom will show techniques and Sean will need to be walked through it himself. But that's just because he has... It's his body. It's not mm. his fault. It's his brain sees stuff backwards. So, but it, again, like he he's so good at it and he's so strong that like he generally has the potential to be better than me at jiu-jitsu because he's not, I'm not letting him do MMA because... Can't take any more heads, hits to the head or anything like that. He's already taken off, but uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's savage at jiu-jitsu, and I'd love to see him come over to Vegas with me and be like a partner, yeah, and actually have an effect on my camps and my my like my life. That I'd love that. And then my sister is twenty twenty eight. I want to say, Jeez, she's she kill me if I get that wrong. She's seven years older than me, so she's yeah, twenty eight. Um, and she has a kid now, and her fella shout out to Nathan plays for uh, senior gaff for Donegal. And for Vincent's like he like, and that just doesn't mean you share for Tony Gallo, does it? No, it doesn't. Jesus God, no. We no, went. I know them. I used to play football up front for Rahini with Nathan, and then obviously no Kelly yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, like my family are all behind me now, but like, it's just life. Like they, I want to be able to look after them. My dad was like, I don't want anything off you. He's like, but like I'll take I'll take a house in Man, body, Like when man, gets I'm, there. I'm literally the exact same. That's mm-hmm. like like I think when people talk when we first like I'll tell you the story how we actually started out. Right? I know you obviously know, but we'll let you know again. 
I was working in the bank for about four years, right? For anyone listening, this is what happened, right? And I was working there for four years, and I was sort of making people laugh, and I was looking around, people around like 28, 29, 30, and they've been there a while, and I was sort of like, I, I don't want to do this for the rest of my mm. life, because my man has been in the bank for 40 years, and like, yeah, my man works depressed in the bank depressed well, yeah. that. And, and I, I see like, they're all stressed out of their mind, getting work, day yeah, and night, yeah. at home, in work. It's yeah, and nice. they take it out on you. They bring they your work home. Yeah, they don't yeah. really give a shit. No, but they don't know what effect yeah. they're having. And I was like, here, do you know what? I want to like one day be on the radio. Like I just I didn't want to be on TV. I wanted to be on yeah. the radio. I wanted to like talk to people and whatever, right? And then I go I got the roster. Like I'm gonna go and do this radio production course. And in my head, I was like the first time I've went to do something by myself. And Ross was like, I sure I'll do it with you. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. So then we did the course, and then the whole way through, we did it as a duo. The only people to ever do it. And then like we we're coming up with all these great ideas, doing really well, really 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 well. And at the end of it, they were like, right lads, see us later. And then we were like, here no like. We want to keep doing this. Yeah. So then we started making YouTube videos and obviously everyone thought we were, I don't know, because no one was doing it. Thought you're crazy. And yeah. Like, what are you just doing with your life? Like, yeah, Bro, yeah, yeah. You're sitting there going, well, no. Yeah. Yeah, and we want to do it. Yeah, and then we're, the YouTube videos were only 10 minutes long and we really wanted to get into stuff. So like an hour long podcast and like people are all listening to it now and it's crazy and it's it's you get such a good buzz off when you get all these messages being yeah. like being like oh, congratulations that was a yeah, great, yeah. great Someone, yeah. someone wrote to us there the other day being like oh, I remember when you had a thousand followers and I was like it's just that grind you know what I mean yeah. like we're nearly about to hit 10,000 so yeah. if you haven't subscribed or if you haven't followed us make do sure it you do now. And definitely follow Ian as well because uh, he's going places yeah Ian you're the man so Ian you're 1-0 now you took a fight on short weeks now Se- seven days seven yeah days, seven yeah. days like that's incredible. Like that's that's a real fighter's fighter. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm taking uh, words from the greatest Irish mixed martial art of all time. You don't get ready, you stay ready. You stay ready. Well, that's actually uh, yeah, yeah. Dethrone classic. That's a, that's a dethrone quote. Is I actually yeah. stay ready? Yeah. Um, shout out to dethrone. They look after me with all my gear and stuff like that. So, so, so you're with Cage Warriors. You're one and zero. You're going over to London again. Is it this week? This yeah. weekend to watch yeah. MMA. What day are you going well, over on? Uh, I'm flying over on Friday. I'll be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I like to be there for um, weight cuts. Yeah. So my friend will be doing a weight cut in, in a bath probably. Um, and then I, I want to be there to see him weigh in. I want to be a part of I want him to know he has the support. Um, so I'll be flying. There's a couple of us flying over on Friday morning. And then we're there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I hope you have very good seats, do you? I'm at the back. Oh, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm Cornyn uh, Adam. Oh, are you? Okay, yeah. so, oh, so you, you see your... Uh, Hopefully, I don't know what the story is with James. I might try slitting my way into that corner as well for him. Ah, uh, sure. Just, <laughs> just just walk out with him and then, like, once the fight goes in, just take a step back and watch a cage oh, side. 100%. Ah, oh, well, 100%. I'll be, I'll be cage side no matter what. Um, I'll be I'll be front row and there's no one stopping me from being there. Um, I was front row. I was front row for his last fight in Colchester and it was amazing. He got a first round knockout and I'm expecting nothing nothing less than a finish from James this way. Yeah, there you have it. Another you have it there guys. Get down to the bookies. Get on James Webb to win first bet, round. Bet you're not don't even bet first round, just bet him to win because the the, the odds are probably gonna be the exact same, but like he's he's definitely gonna win. Like Yeah. Not not his the fella he's fighting is a is a is a very good fight. He's seven and one and has six first round finishes, so he's a legit lad, but I just don't see him posing a threat to, to Jamesy. And then obviously you broke your hand in your fight. Uh, yeah. what's, what's the ETA on uh, Time to Heal? When, when, um, when's the cast coming off? So I'm meeting a fracture. So I broke, for anyone who doesn't know um, I, or hasn't heard, I did break my hand in the first round of my fight. Um, it was a minute and 12 seconds in. So I broke it in the first round. Um, I kind of caught a right hand above a skull and it just, it instantly hurt. And then 
I was I had to rethink my my game plan and my coach was screaming at me hated hated that I was grappling but he didn't know obviously and I was it was sore and I had to just kind of come overcome a bit of adversity in there but uh obviously just, I was like right fuck it I'm just going to throw it anyway and swing it at his head and then I started mixing in kicks but um yeah I have a I I got it wrapped up and I got it x-rayed and looked after and um I actually have a suspension 30 day suspension from all competition and then I'm not allowed to compete in 180 days without a doctor's referral to say that I've had my x-rays, I've been through it all. So I'm meeting a fracture specialist on Thursday morning now and he'll tell me what the story is time-wise. He'll give me a proper estimation, but hopefully this smelly cast gets off and I can I can get back. I'm looking to hopefully get on um, London uh, in the Apollo. So 29th of June, Cage Warriors are in London. They have an event at the Apollo. Um that would be ideal for me. I'd love to get over to that, and that would be where I'd love to make the second pro fight. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, I just want to interrupt you there and say, um, obviously myself and Ross saw you fighting in um, the right venue there a while ago. You were actually fighting a guy called Anders. And Andres yeah. Binder, yeah. And the thing is, we of all the people on the card, we only follow two people, and it was used to. Yeah. So it was funny to actually see his, like, t- like go head-to-head, and like shout out mm. to him. He's doing a good job as well. He is, but, yeah, uh, he's making his pro debut yeah. soon, but like, yeah, he can, yeah, he can yeah. stray away from me and stay that because that one won't end up well for him. He, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, but then, when I saw you, when I saw you were fighting in Cage Warriors as well, we got a week's notice. We yeah. would have had you on before the show, but it was too short uh, notice. Mate, I, I said this to everyone. I, like, I literally, I, I said it to my mate, I said, I put it in you know, I voice message straight in the chat I was like lads right here's the situation um, I just took a short notice voice it's seven days it's, um, it's in Liverpool it's going to cost a bomb to go over flights accommodation don't bother looking um, the fight would be live on, on Facebook I said it to my mom and dad I was like don't bother they were like are you joking there's not there's not a hope in the world that we're missing that and I was like right well look you don't need to come over the whole weekend just fly over just come over on Saturday so they actually got the boat and drove down like Proper committed to coming. I was like, look, there's going to be plenty more. My dad was like, I'm not missing your pro debut. So the nice thing now about having the contract with Cage Warriors is I'm going to know, unless it's a short notice fight again, I step in, that I'm going to have a good 10 to 8 weeks notice. So like flights will be cheap. Um, Tickets will always be the same. They're about £30. But like, like you're going to get a savage night of scraps yeah. out of it because they're high level, high level MMA. For people that don't actually know, right? Um, I made sure to tune in on your fight. Obviously, I, tuned yeah. in. I watched hundreds of fights and then I was like, right, Ian's fighting tonight on Facebook, which was so handy. Yeah. When I was watching your fight, I've seen so many fighters fight, right? But I saw there was something different about you. Uh, I know you're fighting in the welterweight division, but like you look huge for the weight anyway, right? Like you're 21. I'm a skinny fat lad. I love food. Yeah, so. but it was just the, the way you moved. It was something totally different. Mm. Obviously, I said off mic. I didn't want to blow smoke up his yeah. ass, but like there was you. You have I to watch myself. You have to watch this because Ian's definitely something different. And I know there was loads of Irish fighters fighting the Bellator of the weekend, and nothing was really sort of made me be blown away it wasn't I, I didn't see anything there that I hadn't seen but when you were going I was like there's something different here and I don't know what it was maybe it was the entrance music mm. maybe it was the, the yeah, it was a good walk tune that was a great tune I, did, I actually messaged you saying yeah, that yeah I know but, I got it, I but, it, it. but it was every, it was just everything I think even the way the team there's something different there, there, there is, is something, something different, different. and, and uh, shout out to uh, Nolo Keith he every time there's a, 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 t- a status on Facebook he always comments on their all are still saying there's something in the water at SBG yeah. A swords and there is there's there's just it's hard work and dedication um we're just on a different level and personally i i just i have a style of fighting that i want to be entertaining i don't care if i go out and like i look 
there's going to come a stage in my career where I'm going to lose. Hopefully it doesn't happen, but chances are it's going to happen. I mean, there's only one fighter in the UFC who has, who's holding the title that hasn't got a loss. I know we talked about this off, off mic where John Jones technically is, an, is unbeaten, but he has that, that one on his record. But Khabib is the only one, and he had an easy run up until the UFC. Now he's starting to get the, the top-level lads, and we're starting to see him yeah. overcome those lads. But, you, like, I lost... And I look back at, say, like my topology and I can see that red, red square and I, I hate it. It genuinely boils my blood because I know I shouldn't have lost. And even if it does happen... In, in you a, did come back and avenge that 100%, loss. 100%, I did, I, I did. And, and like, you have to look at a man who just retired this week, George St. Pierre, yeah. and the two times he ever lost, he, he came back. Yeah. And not only did you come back, he finished the people he lost yeah. as well. But that's the thing, losses make champions. Like, because they... They bring out something in you that you wouldn't necessarily have. If I'm fighting and I'm winning every fight, and I'm going to say this, if I'm getting fed easy lads like some of the lads in Bellator are, you're not going to get to that level where if you're fighting hard lads and then you come up and you take that loss, you take that loss and then you become a different fighter because you, menta- your entire mentality changes. You're like, right, I need to put the head down. Even if you were working, say for example, you want to put it into the say the way people work. If I was training forty hours a week, okay, and I was just getting through every day, and I was training, and I was good, I was, I was feeling good, and then I come back, and I'm like, right, and I lose. I'm gonna work maybe fifty hours a week, and it's it, your your intensity will change. Everything changes, um, and you just you push harder, you start working more, and you want you want to come back and avenge that loss, and show people that you you're still in it. That maybe it was a once off thing, but look. Losing, it does build champions. It does. And obviously, you'd, no one wants to lose. I mean, I, I fucking hate it. I, it. It boils my blood losing. Um, especially seeing that like it's going to be one-on-one with another man. Like There's another human to think that someone is better than me. It's not. Like my, 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 my uh, six-year quote in my le- in, uh, the, um, at the end of the year quote in the book was, uh, uh, to be better than you, dot, 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 why? Because I can. Because I know I have that potential to be better than people. It's just the confidence. People call it cockiness. I don't care what other people say. I just have a confidence in me that I know where I can go and I know what I can do. And if I take a loss, I take a loss. But in ter- in terms of like sort of welterweights and middleweights, like just in on, on the world scene, like let's say for the UFC, because that's your end goal to get the UFC. That, that, I will end you up there mean, eventually. There isn't actually that many people who are on the younger scale, no. who are at the very top. No, you there's, know what no. Mean? there's um, one, and we talked about it, is Max Holloway is the youngest person mm. at the top. Yeah. And he's 26. And then you look, if you look at the top of the, like, but in two years' time, Woodley will probably be retired. Um, yeah, 100%. You know, in the middleweight division, uh, Whitaker's young enough, but like, Romero, Jacare, Wyman, all the Rocco, they're all gone. Yeah, if Till if yeah. he moves up. I think Till will move up. I think he has one, one, one maybe two more fights at welterweight. Um, shout out to Darren Till. I actually met him at uh, Cage Roy. He's a sound bloke. But um, I, I reckon he moves up to middleweight as well. And I actually reckon he mauls people at middleweight because he's just... He'll he just have to cut the weight. He'll be more comfortable. Yeah. Um, and I think stylistic, stylistically, they're, they're good matchups at middleweight for him. The only thing is that when Woodley got him... To, well, I, I was going to say took him down, but he actually knocked him down. Yeah, he knocked um, him down. Yeah. 
He, he didn't. He, he, didn't he, he didn't look great on the ground. He didn't look great on the ground, but he'd also just been hit with a right hand from hell. True. Against one of the the best right hands it in, in who all of MMA. Up against. It depends on who he gets because if you got matched up against Yoel Romero, Romero's gonna like look at Woodley fight I, and go, I, "Yeah, I'm gonna do that." Not even that though. I reckon Yoel cracks him on the feet as well. Yeah. He does some crazy shit in the feet. That's mad. Um, but that's a scrap. I think mm. a great fight at middleweight would be him versus Adesanya. Yeah. I'll be all about it. I'm all up for that fight because people are always talking about Anderson Silva and Adesanya. Right, why don't you put a 30... Like, Adesanya is old. Like he's not necessarily young. He's a fresh face in the UFC. So people think he's young. He's 31. Mm. Put him up against Darren Tula. He's 20, 26. 25 or 26. Who's, like, full of beans, ready to go, raring to go, power for days, and see what happens then. St- stand up versus stand up. Neither of them want to go to the ground. I reckon Till beats Adesanya all day long. Okay. Uh, just before we wrap things up, uh, obviously you train with Chris, uh, Chris Fields and Kyle Pendrick, and both of them went through the Ultimate Fighter, and they actually did it yeah. together, which is serious mm. crack. Did they share a bunk? Did they? They shared a room. I know. They they, I, know they, I know they were sharing. I think there was four or five of them in a minute, and like a big room, and they were beside each other because obviously like they're best mates as well. But yeah, yeah that's, that's that. The chance of that happening is mad. Yeah, that's, um, that's dead. Handy. But yeah, they shared a room. Yeah, and then um, obviously now because you're with Cage Warriors and they're associated with the UFC and yeah. you previously said you're not really looking at going to the belt or you want to go with UFC that's it that's yeah goal, so yeah? like my dream since I've been 16 since I was since Connor became a thing more since I always watched MMA but I never really had a kind of an ambition or a dream to do it and become to, he, he basically paved the way and now I'm like Shit, maybe I can do it yes. and there's a f- shout out to little Tacker Mandu yeah uh, me and him were in school together and we always said we'd do it and me and him are now living the dream kind of a thing. Um, I'm a bit ahead of him in a sense that I, I just I started to fight to fight earlier, and now he's coming up behind me, and he's gonna he's gonna be doing the exact same thing that I'm doing. Um, but like I'm 21 now, like I have a dream of being in the UFC, and I'm gonna put everything in my power to get there. Yeah. And, and there's nothing gonna stop me in my way. A loss ain't gonna stop me. An injury ain't gonna stop me. Um. Like, I'm going to push and push and push. And I'm in a very, very, very fortunate situation where I've had my first fight on Cage Wars. I've got that contract. I could, if just in hindsight saying all goes well, I could have three more fights this year, five more fights next year maybe, and be eight, nine, ten and own in Cage Wars and end up in the UFC. Yeah. And that's my plan. I Look, I'm not, I'm not going to turn down Bellator in a sense of a said, but... I'm not. My goal and my dream is UFC. Yeah. If I if I go and I take a couple of losses, then I'll drop down to to Bellator where I can get paid money. I'm not looking for money. I'm I'm here to fight and to reach that stage of the UFC. And yeah, you're aiming for the top. Of the top. I want to be the top. I want to be like Connor, obviously. I want yeah. I want to get. I, 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 I want to be to that level. I want to yeah. get to the the highest level because I know I can. Yeah. And look, if something happens on the way where I get injured and I don't, I can't reach that level, then I'll. I'll lower my standards. You'll come to that. I'll, yeah. come, I'll, that, I'll cross that bridge if we ever yeah. come to sure, it. We're only one in. We're only, only one fight in. Undefeated. Yeah, on yeah. the feet. We can't, yeah. But uh, this is what I want to ask you, right? Um, obviously, the two lads were in the Ultimate Fighter. Um, yeah. I think Chris Field said he didn't really enjoy it. I don't think... Yeah, he Carlo, didn't like the experience. Yeah. He said that Would that put, put that, you off doing it if that opportunity no, came? No, look, come here. If that... If I, I, I remember talking to Cottle about it a couple of weeks ago, actually, only recently. Um, the contract in it is mad. It's so I'm I they I'm lock in, you in, don't they? It's like a, it's like a ten fight contract, and you're on. That's what Carl was doing. Yeah, yeah, you're on. You're not on great money, 
but obviously it's great exposure and it's great for sponsorship. Even more so these yeah. days with Instagram and oh, all, you 100%, know? 100%, especially with social media becoming yeah. a massive aspect of fighters' way of earning money now. Um, it'd be a lot more beneficial to me now than it would have been for them, but I would I would never say no yeah. to, an, to, an, to an opportunity like something like that. But obviously I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a, a situation where I don't have to go into the, the ultimate fighter, but if it pops up and they offer it to me, I'm not, I, I, I'll have to sit down and talk to Chris with it. Yeah, but also, Dana mm. White's Contender Series as well. 100%. Look, there's, there's, and you get to keep your phone. Yeah, no, it doesn't... Yeah, exactly, yeah. Chris Chris hated that. He, I remember Chris telling me that he, he had to... Um, you weren't allowed phones or anything You would have like the that. missus as well and like yeah. not be able to talk to your yeah, missus for like... Yeah, 100%. She would have like, been raging at him. Crazy, but like, come here, at the end of the day, if that's what you want to do, like, that's what you want to do. Yeah, like, sometimes you have to make sacrifices have in life. Make, 100%, like, and... That's what I was saying to my mates about that fight. I had to think about... I had to put myself before everyone. Obviously, I would have liked all my family and friends to be at my pro debut and make it a massive deal, but I have to do me. And an opportunity like that, I can't pass up. But I'll never t- say no to an opportunity like like Bellator or mm. like Kate, like the, the UFC, but that that's what I will be doing. So before um, we close up, Barry has one special question. He always <laughs> asks fighters. Barry? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> What is the one thing you like to eat after a fight? Oh, lad, this is a very, very, very easy question. <laughs> Domino's. Um, I'm a Domino's guy, true and true. Um, I was actually, I actually got uh, a discount in Domino's Point Manor because I'm their most loyal customer. <laughs> so <laughs> the lads, the lads know I'm a, like uh, the best way. Like the, they, they all say it. Like I'm a skinny fat cunt. Like I eat my weight in Domino's. Like there was from my fight on November 17th up until December 24th. What's the pizza? Uh, I make my own um, ham, bacon, chicken, pepperoni, extra cheese all over, mega deal, Jeez, only we, mega deal. We could not be mates, although <laughs> eat meat. Uh, what, what sauce? No, I don't go, don't even start talking about barbecue sauce. It has to be normal tomato sauce. Oh, oh this, no dip, I don't care about dip. I don't care, I'm not mad about straight garlic pizza, sauce. Straight pizza, straight up pizza. I'm a pizza lover at heart. Pizza's good enough on its own. It's like steak. You can put steak with pepper sauce, but you don't need it. It's good enough on its own. So there we have it, Barry. Are you happy with that? Yeah, that was grand. Although you hate it, don't you? Well, I don't eat meat, but like uh, that's fine. You're a Hawaiian minus the ham. Yeah, oh. I'll just pineapple pizza. Very <laughs> me. Oh, you're gonna make me sick. So, guys, uh, <laughs> this is in the future, Gary. The future is bright. <laughs> Thanks a million for having us on. Yeah, but hold on. What's the future, Ian? What's next? What's next? Um, train, keep going. See where we end up. Hope the hand heals up. The hand will heal up well. And we'll we'll see again. Obviously, I said June 29th is when I'm looking to 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 get back in into the ring. But uh, just I want to say thank you for having me on and for taking the time to talk to me. It's it's a massive opportunity. Of course, yeah. Uh, do you have anyone you need to give a shout out to? Uh, yeah, any all my sponsors to the likes of Detroned, uh, Chopped, uh, O'Reilly's, Lux Media, Peaky and Co. Your uncle, my uncle for work. He looks after me. What? That's Embassy Cleaning. He, Embassy uh, Cleaning. There you have me. it. Yeah. Um, if you need your windows cleaned, if you need your windows cleaned, give me a call. Just you could. You someday you could have your <laughs> windows cleaned by former or future UFC champion <laughs> Ian Gary. I may, I may, I might may keep running the family business. We'll see what happens. But now a shout out to all my sponsors and everyone at SPG Swords. And I just want to finish it off and wish James Webb. The best of luck this weekend and bring home that strap. So there you have it, Ian. Thanks a million for coming on. And as always, stay energized. energized. <laughs>